Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Desmond Ritter will start in this game for Atlanta. Neither he nor Taylor Heineke played in Atlanta's preseason opener against the Dolphins. I still, still, I can't believe that I lost yeah. my bet on Miami there. It's just. How it, many it points really, did they score in the first game? Six? Three. Nine? Miami scored three. And three. And, and, and they had the ball inside the five yard line like 19 times. It was the carbon mm. copy of Jets Vikings. Both started, both games started by what a do, baby. It's the Iceman Mike White. Got his mouth looking something like a disco ball and me with less money than when the game started. Uh, so Ritter's going to play here. Arthur Smith saying earlier today that he wants Desmond Ritter to, quote, feel the pocket. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's hot. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Simeon, first half. Jake Browning, second for the Bengals. Desmond Ritter starting for Atlanta. Falcons, six, that was weird. Falcons, six and a half, 38 and a half, 10. <laughs> It's like weird, but also I was couldn't stop laughing. Uh, yeah, we have to remember too. Uh, the Bengals' first preseason game uh, was against Green Bay, and remember Green Bay got like bet out a ton in that game against the, basically this group of quarterbacks and this roster, and got bet out to like a huge favorite and scored nine hundred and forty points in the game. So I, I don't think it's like surprising. I actually think this number is like so much less about Atlanta, but it opened five and got bet to six and a half. So like that move is about Ritter probably. But the idea that Atlanta would open a pretty big favorite, that's like something we've seen with Cincinnati already. And it's been justified by what we've seen on the field. So I, I don't think I would ever bet Cincinnati in this game with like all of the information that we have. I think it's like maybe you bet Atlanta because you think it could go up even more or you wait and then bet Atlanta at post just because you like them in the game. The, I, I think it's one of those two things. and I don't think it's Cincinnati. Yeah, I think it's, you know, especially I'd like to find out if Heineke's going to play also. So if it's like Ritter plays sure. like the first quarter and then it's Heineke and then it's like Woodside against Browning. Yeah, I don't know if it's, it's never Cincinnati. The Bengals also got, got whipped like we talked about by the Packers in the uh, the preseason open. All right. Moving to Saturday slate. Uh, Jacksonville, currently a three point road favorite at the Detroit Lions. Thirty nine and a half is the total there. Uh, we don't have confirmation that Trevor Lawrence and the Jaguar starters are going to play, but I think the betting line kind of tells it. Jared Goff's definitely not going to play. But Doug Peterson saying last week that he strongly believes in the starters playing in games. So I think we can expect Trevor Lawrence to at least make a cameo in this game. And then we'd see uh, C.J. Beathard and, and Nathan Rourke, who like had like the play of the preseason, basically like yeah. a Madden glitch, like disappearing into a bunch of players and then like breaking like 95 tackles. Literally looked like, a, like Madden was glitching. Um, I, we do think also Teddy Bridgewater based off quotes from Dan Campbell, not official yet. And Bridgewater hilariously right now wearing the number 50 at Lions practice. He's not going to wear 50 yeah. during the season, but he's practicing in the number 50. It is likely that Teddy Bridgewater will play in this game, meaning it'll be Bridgewater, the the great Nate Sudfeld and Adrian Martinez, Jacksonville right now, a three point road favorite. 
Yeah, I mean, and like you said, still some uncertainty, I think, about like what Jacksonville's doing in the game. And this market's kind of built like Jacksonville, at least like may play Lawrence, may play the starters, you know, may not completely like pack this one in. So I, I don't think there's anything that interesting going on in this market, I guess. Uh, Jacksonville opened a slightly bigger favorite. And then like basically the three and a half got bet on Detroit to make it three. Um, maybe because we just some uncertainty about exactly what Jacksonville is doing in the game. Doesn't not a lot going on in this market. And uh, and even like me thinking about the game, like seems right for now. And then once we know more, I guess we'll, we'll be able to talk a little more. Uh, I think I bet the Jaguars last year in the game against Detroit when like Lawrence, like it looked like he like tore his ACL on the final play of the first oh, half and yeah. then he came back out for the second half. Came back in. I think I bet and, and Detroit like beat, like beat the hell out of them in that game. Did you, do you remember if you bet that game? I bet Jacksonville. I, 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 uh, I live bet Jacksonville. So Lawrence came back in and they scored a touchdown to make it like 17 or something. And I live bet Jacksonville plus like a big number and they still did not cover it. That's my memory of that game. <laughs> All right, so, so not great. Uh, that's the Jaguars on the Lions. Sorry, I just I was like, well, Dan Campbell up a billion. Trevor Lawrence like getting the ball, like like obvious passing situation the entire rest of the game. Maybe this goes okay. It wasn't like a huge bet, but I, I think I had nothing on the game, and that was my way to have something on the game. And I was like, no, Lawrence is back in, and like the market's crazy for this game, and the market was not crazy. Or if it was crazy, it was crazy because Detroit should have been favored by fifty. Apparently, uh, we will move now to the Texans and the Dolphins. Uh, Houston right now a three-point favorite, total 39 and a half. Um, Mike McDaniel was asked, like, I think, like, la yesterday or, like, earlier this morning about Tua and the Dolphins starters playing in this game, and he's noncommittal on that. So maybe we see Tua, maybe we won't. It is worth noting that last year in the preseason, which is Mike McDaniel's first year, Tua did not play in the first preseason game, but did play in the second preseason game. So maybe that means something, maybe it means nothing, right. but Could Mike McDaniel still not... Still non-committal about Tua playing in this game. I think it's the expectation, and it's not officially announced if C.J. Stroud's going to play and start for the Texans. He did start in the opener, obviously, uh, against the Patriots through the interception, whatever. Um, even if Stroud doesn't play, I still think this number kind of makes sense, given that Davis Mills would probably would start the game. But Houston is a three-point favorite. Probably means Stroud is going to play at least a little bit here. What's your analysis here of where we stand on this game? Yeah, this is a funny one, right, because... Like if we if we thought about this game entering last week before we had seen week one of the preseason, we probably would have liked Miami even if Tua didn't play a good amount, right? I mean, it was Mike White and Skylar Thompson for the whole game. Like that's good. Like t you should want that on a team that you bet in the preseason from a quarterback depth chart. But like you mentioned, such a bad taste in your mouth from what Miami did in that game. But it isn't. I mean. It's kind of one of those classic like misleading box scores, right? Or misleading final scores in terms of how Miami played. Um, and I, I was somebody who bet Houston against New England last week. I like both these teams. I actually kind of hate that they're playing each other. Um, I, I guess obviously the line movement will just be predicated on whether Tua plays or not. It was open three and a half. Now it's three. Figure if he plays, maybe it gets bet off three, depending on what McDaniel says. If he doesn't, maybe it goes back to three and a half again. Um, and your best case scenario here might be like, Tua's not going to play. Mike White starts. Line moves more toward Houston. Bet Miami because they did move the ball a ton against Atlanta. And like that final score is not really indicative of like how successful they were and who their quarterbacks are in that game. That's still like they can, we can make all the jokes about how they didn't score inside the five. It's Mike White and Skylar Thompson in a preseason game. That's good. Like that's, it doesn't matter how they played. That's good. It doesn't matter how many points they scored. So more than three because Tua doesn't play. Maybe it's come back, play Miami. Other than that, I think it's just, it's unfortunate. Like two teams I would want to bet on and they're playing each other. Uh, we do, by the way, have some, like, 
and, and apologies because like all this stuff is coming in like obviously like live as we're doing the show with practice reports yep. and stuff. Uh, D'Amico Ryan's having the Texans head coach having this to say about C.J. Stroud. He didn't commit to Stroud playing more against the Dolphins. He will talk quote more about reps in the game tomorrow on Thursday. So this game is not until Saturday. Okay. I take that to mean that Stroud is playing and maybe it's only a series or two. Like the question is not is Stroud playing or not playing. The question is how much is C.J. Stroud going to play in this game. Um, sure. I, that's that's what I take it to mean. So we'll have more on this hopefully coming up tomorrow on You Better You Bet with Nick and Ken here on a wonderful football Wednesday talking week two of the NFL preseason. Um, I uh, Tyler Morales is with us today as our executive producer. Hello, Tyler. Hello, guys. I felt bad earlier today because like, I, I was like, I went through all of this and I'm like, I mentioned it's like the Google searches I'm doing. I asked Tyler to do this also. Tyler, like, there's like nothing on like Kenny Pickett and Josh Allen, right? I'm I'm not expecting either to play, but like we, well, we were on a lot of it's today to and tomorrow. Anything. Like a lot yes. of it's like right now. Like I, I had I had SportsCenter on earlier in the show. They're like running live press conference sound, like while we're on the air from coaches. So it's basically like today and tomorrow. I think we're gonna hear all this stuff. Uh so I, may, maybe Pickett plays like a drive or two. I I doubt that Josh Allen's gonna play. Uh, the point spread of the game is Pittsburgh minus two and a half. The game is in Pittsburgh. And the total is 40 and a half. So Pittsburgh minus two and a half, 40 and a half. Uh, Kyle Allen and Matt Barkley are the Bills' two terrible backup quarterbacks for Pittsburgh. Um, we have Mitch Trubisky. We've got Mason Rudolph. Um, and we've got some like a, like Jabroni, like other quarterback whose name is escaping me, like Holton Ayers or something. I don't think it's Holton Ayers or somebody <laughs> like that. Uh, Steelers two and a half, 40 and a half. Well, it's, it's kind of funny, right? Because we we like mocked the Bills quarterback depth chart going into uh, who they play the Colts in their in their first preseason game. And they won. And Matt Barkley was insane in the game. I have it uh, supposed to insane in the brain. Yeah, I, I have it right here. 14 for 15, 172 and two touchdowns. I'll say that again. Matt Barkley started 14 for 15, 172, two touchdowns. Whew. Maybe that's the Colts. I don't know. That's 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 electric. <laughs> that's really, really, really good. Uh, I guess I shouldn't mock him anymore or something like that. Uh, this, uh, I mean, my first thought would be like the Steelers should be a little bit more despite that. But I agree that they should be favored in the game. Maybe it should be three or something based on their quarterback depth chart and who's going to play the entire game. But man, I, I like I couldn't believe that Matt Barkley stat line. Like I had to read it twice. I just it like came across the screen over the weekend and I go, wait, what did he do? That's that's actually unbelievable how, how is it not like if Pickett and Allen both don't play like how is it not Pittsburgh here if Pickett and oh yeah if, if neither if Josh Allen doesn't play and it's Pickett a little bit or even if neither plays to your point that's your first permutation my that was my thing I was like it should probably be three or something right or like a, at least like a little more than a field goal just a little more on Pittsburgh but again like some of the news hasn't come in, so that's probably why it isn't there yet. Just feels like Pittsburgh should be favored by just a little bit more, despite the most insane Matt Barkley stat line I've ever seen. Uh, Tanner Morgan is the quarterback that I insulted for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Hopefully he has a long, great mm. career and makes a lot of money. I mean that sincerely. Um, also, Bill's coaches, just on the Matt Barkley, Kyle Allen thing, Bill's coaches like acknowledging that Barkley's numbers were better, but like they thought Kyle Allen graded out like just as right. well as Barkley. They are like desperately trying to have Kyle Allen be a thing. Like as the backup yeah. behind Josh Allen. No, pump him up, man. No, man. Kyle was out there slinging. He was killing it. You know, the other guy was fourteen for fifteen, coach. Yeah, but like Kyle made that throw on third down, and that's what really—that's what got us. Next up on Undisputed is Josh actually the best Allen in Buffalo? <laughs> right. <laughs> Stop. 
Who's on your Mount Rushmore of Allens? It's coming up next. Yeah. Iverson? Ray? Tim? Yeah. <laughs> Woody? <laughs> well, maybe not. Maybe not. Um, want to hit one? Well, I guess we can, like, I can just keep the setup for one more. We'll start it in hour number two because, you know, February 2007. <laughs> where were you? I know exactly where I was. Everyone remembers a rainy night in Miami. Super Bowl. Game. Super Bowl 41. Devin Hester opening kickoff for a touchdown. And then the game actually started. And Peyton Manning, Reggie Wayne, Dominique Rhodes, Joe Adai, and the Indianapolis Colts win the first Super Bowl in franchise history in Indianapolis, taking down Sexy Rexy, Lovey Smith, and the Chicago Bears. Fast forward 16 years later. Revenge a dish. <laughs> Best served cold. Colts, Bears, week two, preseason. 